Tom Saunders getting through this in Manhattan. And I'm Scott Blakeman on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Tommy, for the first time since March 2020, I sat back, relaxed, and enjoyed the moving picture show. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. I went to the newly reopened, elegant Paris Theater, Steps from Posh Fifth Avenue, where I saw a marvelous documentary called Searching for Mr. Rugoff, produced and directed by my old friend Ira Deutschman. And there was even a, a Q&A live with Ira and the Booker for the Theater, which is owned by Netflix. But thankfully, I wasn't watching Netflix alone on my replica Barcelona couch. No, I was sitting in plush velvet seats with other cinephiles, half of whom were, like me, wearing a mask. And in another amazing twist, I walked to the theater and back home, skipping jauntily along that storied Fifth Avenue. Oh, Scotty, you have described what people the world over have been dreaming of ever since the start of this pandemic, a return to an actual moving picture theater. Oh, some goofs might listen to your anecdote and wonder if it needs something like, I don't know, a fistfight to break out in the theater or an awkward moment where your date starts singing during the love scene or something. But in these hard times, your outing to a real theater was an event remarkable for just happening at all. <laughs> and Scotty, when you mentioned the Q&A, you brought up a little discussed but troubling movie theater phenomenon. And it started in L.A., I think, and, and, and New York simultaneously. For people listening a thousand years from now, in recent years, directors, actors, and producers have encouraged audiences to stay after a movie, stay in their seats, and they go up on stage and talk about the film they just saw, answering questions about the film we've all seen. I've never asked a question during the, that period, but I, and I always feel weird that I don't. But, Scotty... That's not the only reason I have a bone to pick with movie Q&As with the filmmakers. And, and I don't usually pick bones, Scotty. No, and I don't, uh, I don't either. I just put them aside. But this yes. is actually one of those Q&As that I relish because um, my friend was there who I had not seen in 30 to 40 years. And I became one of those people, Tommy, who I normally uh, uh, dismiss those non-question question people. They're usually these long treatises about their screenplay or something. And I just felt uh, no one else had raised their hand and I wanted to start up and I wanted my friend to know I was there and I wanted to just s say something heartfelt, uh, which I did. It didn't get near a question. I just talked about the fact that he, Ira and I went to Northwestern together. We worked together on the Activities Organizations Board. But, and I mentioned I had a little Donald Rugoff story who was this famed uh, legendary uh, character who has really uh, changed the face of independent film distribution, marketing, and producing. So anyway, I... Got all that in, in a very short amount of time. And the highlight, Tommy, was a woman behind me. I knew I had done my job when yeah. after I finished, she just kind of sighed and went, oh, not in a, in a like, oh, that's so sweet. So I, I take full responsibility for not asking a question, but I'm glad I got to say what I wanted to say. Wow. Well, um, you know, uh, first of all, there's a lot to unpack there, Scotty. Yes. Um, they, uh, number one, this was a film with uh, that your friend made, and it was a and that, I take it it was a good film, oh, right? Yes, you, you yes. Enjoyed it, and and uh, it was about a, a somebody who revolutionized film distribution. Don't tell us what he did because I don't want to uh, spoil any, anybody's surprise yeah. who sees the movie. Uh, but that already sounds like wow, huh? 
you have to be a genius to turn that into an exciting film. But it sounds like he did. Well, he did. And it also was a time capsule, which you would love because it showed the 70s, which I think was a, a golden age of cinema. And actually the very theaters that you and I would frequent during that decade, uh, the cinema one, the cinema two. So it brought back uh, the days where I would wait online at 11 in the morning to see the first screening of a Woody Allen film at the Beekman Theater. So it was a marvelous film. But again, Tommy, aside from that, that would have been marvelous whenever I would have seen it, but going in a theater for the first time again, and, and this is, I meant to mention this at the outset, the marquee, Tommy, and this is something I ask you and our listeners, it emblazoned on the marquee was welcome back. Now, yes. my question is, was that message directly addressed to me? <laughs> uh, I, I think that, um, I think all sorts of messages have been directed toward you. And I'm, I, I'm sort of, but you have to understand, I'm, I'm kind of a type of paranoid who, I'm not, I'm not afraid people are coming after me, I'm afraid people are coming after somebody else. So I think that, the, that uh, yes, that message was spoken just to you. And the, uh, but I, I, I also wonder what, um, if it might be a smart thing to um, make a movie called Welcome Back so <laughs> that you can uh, take advantage of all these marquees. So you can basically say, listen, you can show a big movie that everybody is excited about, a big, uh, you know, Warner Brothers, some kind of uh, action comic book hero movie. Or, or you could show my movie that says, welcome back, and you don't have to change your marquee. <laughs> exactly. Well, that, it was almost like the great Harry Chapin, one of my faves. He had a song, a W-O-L-D, about a, a morning DJ, which was the perfect song. It was a great song, but also every... DJ wanted to play it. So this is almost a version of if you call it Welcome Back, it's easy for the theaters. You know, it's easy for the theaters. Theater, you know, the putting up the letter. Now they don't do it the way they used to, but I was you know, <laughs> the letter guy. And that I was know, a job that, that doesn't that, exist, I guess. You were in show business if you were the letter. The letter yeah. guy, for people a thousand years from now listening to this, it, it, it used to have to stand up a rickety, on a rickety stepladder yeah. outside the movie theater and hand put up uh, letters you know, metal, I don't know what they were. I assume they were made out of metal. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, on the old the days they marquee. were, and they all had the same font. There was no logos and things. And then it sort of got into plastic for which you do still see now, like at the IFC, it's sort of a, it's a easy to put on. But that, or, the, or they just have the logos of the film. And to me, it's, it's just not the same as having that yeah. letter. And the letter could fall off or slightly askew. Or right. in some theaters, they're missing a key letter. Yes, yes, that's that's always sad when a key letter is missing from a movie marquee. And it's also sad that that this this show business job. I mean, you can imagine people, you know, uh, there are people who grew up wish, you know, dreaming of being that guy who goes up on the stepladder of a movie, a real movie theater oh, yeah. and puts up the let that the letters that say what the movie is going to be or oh, yeah. say welcome back. But th that job is is sadly yeah, gone. Yeah, uh, and I don't know what happened to the letters. Now that's yeah, a, that's a documentary. <laughs> Let's invest all the millions of letters yes. that are unused. Were they? I hope not. And this is no. you know, like the Johnny Carson tapes just thrown away. I hope it's in some museum of marquee lettering. Yes, somewhere. yes. It, we we can only pray that that's the case. But uh, I, I I have to say I'm I'm still kind of intrigued about the idea of having a movie that. Um, I mean, I'm very, you know, that, that I don't know what the movie's going to be. And I, I don't even think it matters, but it's just called Welcome Back. You know, then, then you're, you're, you know, right away, you talk about a distribution idea. That's, that's yeah. just brilliant. 
And, uh, but the, the, the problem, Scotty, is always the same thing. You got to go ahead and make the movie first. Is yeah. there a way, how can we streamline that, that you know? Well, there, because there'll be always people, and I'm not putting, saying it's good or bad, but yeah. sticklers will go, hey, wait a minute, there was no movie. You right. know, they'll come out going, uh, where was the movie? No, we didn't say yeah. this was a movie. Uh, you know, right, that's right. The, and, the assumption is it a movie. They don't say, once you enter this palace, <laughs> you will see a thing on the screen. Remember, Tommy, right. we were at, in, the la- in, the, in the late days prior to the lockdown, we were at the beautiful uh, Whitby Hotel uh, for a fine screening of the a marriage story. And we opined, what if and, and they didn't show a movie? They just showed, uh, weren't they showing us different uh, uh, possible uh, logos for the film or something? Or they just were showing stills. What if that was the whole? What if that was the whole movie? Yeah, yeah. And, and and if you if you come out and uh, the uh, uh, you know if you come out after a movie that's called Welcome Back, just so that it would fit into these theaters that already have Welcome Back on their mar- marquee, and maybe the movie is yeah uh, uh, maybe there's actually is a movie, but it's just it you know uh, it's basically a rush job. Um, and, um, you know, uh, uh, I mean, uh, it, it, it could be just simply a movie of just walking along the street and sitting down. You know, you just basically film whatever you can film for the next two hours. Or it could be a, a live stream. In a sense yeah. of literally, you're, you are the movie. They show you, are the you walking in. You, oh, that was yeah. me. Walking right. in. And, and, and being it. welcomed back to the theater. Yeah. Uh, now, the problem is the q and I mean, we get right back to the very top, what we were talking about at the top of the show. You got it. I will have to go out and say to the people, and I'll have to admit it, and I will come right out and say it. I made welcome back just to fit the, the fact that, there are, that that's what these marquees are saying these days at the end of uh, the pandemic, which we think is the end of the pandemic, by the way. Well, well hold on, on, on going towards it, certainly. Well, I think the thing is, it's it's we're doing things though, and and yeah. I did it safely and and uh, all that. But well, but people yeah, are saying. I know that, you yeah. mentioned that it, there are times Q and A's. Uh, sometimes they're better than the the film. I saw uh, um, uh, Wonder Wheel, and I love Woody Allen films, but the Q and A was even more. Uh, uh, exactly that Kate Winslet and, and uh, Timberlake oh, and, yeah. and, and Jim Belushi and a bunch oh my of people. Gosh. So it felt like that was a live that show. Be... I enjoyed the movie, but the live show was even better. Oh, it? that is fascinating, Scotty, because that's so uh, 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 completely um, has not been my experience, really, uh, with all the Q&As I've seen. I always uh, want to, you know, I always feel like, oh, I want to just go have dinner. I don't really, I saw the movie. I don't need to hear the awkward, uh, well, <laughs> answering the questions. But what you described, Scotty, what you described is the dream of a Q&A that's better than the movie. And definitely, uh, uh, it'd be really great if Woody Allen had been there too, but you don't oh. need him. No, no, no. I mean, I'd yeah, oh, be beyond thrilled if he was there. But again, imagine? I love Woody Allen films. This particular one was good, but again, to, to, so I, I do like the q and I do, uh, but again, there are the Q&As, as you point out, where the moderator, that's the key. Now, this guy, uh, I think his name is um, Bruce or Barry Schwartz, who books the theater, was very good because you know what he did? He actually let the guests speak, which is a nice uh, tip that I give to moderators. Let the guests speak. Yeah. He was very good about that. Sometimes they drone on. And they on do. Moderate. OK, for, yeah. again, for people a thousand years from now or for people who have never seen a Q&A in, in this time period. There very often is some guy, we call him the moderator, but he has some in, you know, position in the theater or in the film world or something. But he's the guy who, who 
yeah, who brings up the the uh, the producer, the director, the actors, um, the, and and then bloviates and goes on and asks, you know, many movies these days uh, feature um, comic book characters. We're in need of three-dimensional, you know, and goes on and on. Oh, yeah, about, yeah, the guest never gets it. No, so this, this guy, Mr. Schwartz, who books uh, Paris, did an excellent job. Sometimes you also have several people in the cast. And I always feel for them like, eh, the one on the end is not really getting to say much. Yeah, right. I, I was kind of rude for them. You know, yeah. they're in the movie, too. Can they say <laughs> something? And Well, then you feel like you have to stand up and make up a question for that guy, for the actor. You know, your character... Um, I forget exactly why he was in the movie. Can you help us? What yeah. What's the point of your character? At least you know that that gives the guy brings him in. No one else can answer. It. Yeah, that's nobody else can answer. Yeah, and question. Tommy, you said this too. You and I have uh, both uh, been on stages in front of many yes. people and and and, uh, and on television and all that. But I always get nervous at Q and A's, and I wasn't really going to ask a question. I wanted to see my friend and talk to him later, but and then I I just sort of did it. And again, it wasn't the real uh, question question, but I was. Uh, a little nervous and I had my mask on for the first few words and then I dramatically took it off and then can completed it. But I get a little out of, you know, it's a little kind of, wow, I asked the question and, and it's yeah. a little uh, nerve wracking, but um, I, I find, I find it very nerve wracking it, 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 just to not ask questions. I feel yeah. like, why aren't I, you know, uh, yeah. uh, and, and, should and be, it, shouldn't you be asking? Shouldn't I be asking? And I'm starting to, to rack my brains. What, what in the movie did, do I have? Am I left with any questions about it? You know, I mean, and it often those be, questions are, yeah. are, uh, how did you find that character? Um, you know, these questions that never have interesting answers. No, and actually it's set up to be, it frankly should be just an interview with a skilled moderator. Yeah. And it's kind of nice because you're not going to come up with a question that, uh, unless the moderator is horrible, that really hasn't been covered. And as you say, you feel like it's a homework assignment. Like, you know, I'm here. Yeah. I do it. If I don't do it, does it mean because I'm a coward? Or yeah. then you start questioning yourself. And oh, your you assistant. do. And, 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 okay, so you've seen a movie. Imagine this, people a thousand years from now who probably are fascinated by the fact that there are even movie theaters in our time period. But imagine that you're sitting in a movie that you've just seen the movie, the entire movie. Eh, the cre- and now you have to watch all the credits. You can't leave during the credits. It's, you've got to be like Hollywood. You have to stay for the credits because they encourage you, you know, they've come out at the beginning and before the movie and said, and we hope you stick around because the director will be here and some of the actors to answer questions. And then you feel like if you do leave at the end of the movie, if you get up and go, you're, you're making a statement like, oh, you people aren't worth my questions. Yeah, well, also, you know, I think they should change This movie to, is no good. To, uh, I'm voting really, with my to, feet. I think it should be just, I don't know what it would be called, CNA comments and, and responses. Because comments are one thing, and that's what I did. I just gave a heartfelt comment, how much right. I love searching for Mr. Rogoff, how I'm so impressing Ira there and his work and, and, and all that, you know. And I think yeah. that's more interesting and meaningful. Who's going to go, how is it done? It was good, but this guy asked a question. <laughs> it was so well phrased, articulate. I could never have done it. I don't know how he did it. He's the yeah, guy up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back. Hopefully, he'll be in the theater again for another film and, and hear his question. So it, it, it's, yeah. somehow, it's somehow like we're going to let you ask questions. And I think it's a fallacy. Even time to stretch it out to the whole notion of uh, call-in radio programs or anything with yeah. comments. The, the, the worst part of the internet are people who make comments. It's right. never brilliant, thoughtful. It's always just, you know, more predominantly jerk yeah. saying. Here's what things. I think. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, that this, yeah. 
and then the, the awkward thing, you know, you, you, you wonder, I mean, in a Q&A, somebody could say, well, why did you make such a sucky movie? And then it's like, ooh, awkward. I, I, that's never happened, but I, I almost wish it did because it would make, the, for me, again, my Q&A experience is not as, uh, aside from that wondrous time that we saw, who was it uh, that we saw on the oh, stage? Oh, well, that was Miss Laura Dern and Laura Ms. Dern. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, yeah. After Marriage Story. So that was, and we had a buffet. Well, not quite I mean, a That buffet, was the was, stars of the movie. That is actually yeah. pretty cool when the that stars of the movie come yeah, out. Yeah, and there was food that and is drink cool. afterwards. So that was, <laughs> no, uh, no, right no, towards, you know, I yeah. guess I'm thinking about the, 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 the like the movie you saw, the independent documentaries, which and, and honestly, that sometimes the documentarians say fascinating things about about what they've done. But I still feel afraid to but I still feel trapped, even though even when they're fascinating, I feel like, yeah, I really, you know, but CC, my wife always loved to, these after this. Yeah, after well, of course, movie. in my case, yeah. it was very personal because I'm a friend of ours. And, yeah, and I, yeah, you I, can't, I, you was, cannot leave. You can't leave if you, it's your friend. Oh, you know? and I wanted, that's why I went was to see him. Yeah. So, and he was great. He, it was very interesting. And so uh, all that, but it's, it's, so I think it's a, you know, Q and A's are uh, also just to be back. And it's, you know, the Zoom thing. I did a Zoom uh, thing with uh, the, uh, the show, Mrs. America on Hulu. Oh. And it was Kate Blanchett and all these marvelous actresses. Uh, and it looked like I was just having a Zoom call with them, but it's not the same thing sitting there watching it on no. Zoom, and, and but to be there live, so that's my whole thing. But, Even though the things are up in the air as to where we're at, and right. you know, but I'm sure you could still do things and do it safely, and, and walking, Tommy. This is, I have to still pinch myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I said I want to move back to Manhattan. We talked about it on the show many mm -hmm. times, moving back when others were fleeing. Yeah. But just for this reason, to walk, amble along the Fifth Avenue. Amble? You were ambling? There. I ambled oh and, and jauntily skipped. Oh, so you basically mixed it up. You did some oh, walking yeah. and you did some ambling. That I didn't know that no, you No, well, I left done. it out in the beginning. I The yeah. ambling was approaching the theater and I ambled because I didn't want to walk too fast. I didn't want to be drenched with sweat when I entered the theater. So no. I ambled and, yeah. and it was daytime. Going back at 10, 15, everyone else was getting into you know whatever other modes of transportation i stroll that's when i skipped jauntily so happy to see the film happy to see ira right. and other friends from college uh, so i skipped jauntily but i did not full disclosure did not skip jauntily for the entire 40 blocks no no yeah. that's a tough tough yeah. people realize that people who skip you know people think that people who skip are kind of you know, feminine. No, yeah. it takes a incredible energy to, to, especially long distance skipping. Well, it's athletic. It's, it's, it's yeah, a, long distance skipping yeah. is just, I mean, where you go skip for blocks and blocks, and especially if you skip jauntily. Oh, now, yeah. well, it was, if you stroll jauntily, yeah. that's yeah. A, somewhat you can, it's, you won't sweat as much. Your, your, yeah. your heart rate will be a, a somewhat more normal. Yeah, well, that's what they did in the early 1900s with the top hats and everything. Yes, they, they would stroll. Strolling with a cane and Jumbly. you know that was more done then. But I think it should be, and maybe it is, or if it isn't already, an Olympic sport. Uh, yeah. a, a jaunt. A, well, there oh. is a walking race. There used I to know. Be. Is, is, there, is that gone? Is that? Is I that, you know that if it didn't, didn't get I mean, a lot don't of they coverage. drop? Do they ever drop Olympic sports? Oh, they, oh yes, they dropped an ad, and, and baseball was dropped again. It's a little confusing. Softball. <laughs> Uh, climbing, they they changed it into. I didn't know that was a, a sport, but the walking was great. I remember even this is time uh, Jose Pedraza of Mexico in the 1968 Olympics. I believe won the 
ten thousand, whatever there was. Walking, walk. yeah. I mean, it's so that's that. Yeah, I missed that. That was always one of the more almost like water ballet. Those those <laughs> types of things that are just comical to watch. And, and what if to, I'm training without realizing? You know? And you also for the Olympics, we didn't. We just you know, we walk as we like to walk. Yeah. What if we get a note from the United States Olympic Committee? We've tracking you on your iPhone because they know, you know, your walks and you're ready. You qualify for the team. Yeah, that's uh, it sounds like a great thing, Scotty. Yeah. But to trade your quarters, you know, your own apartment for an Olympic Village room where you're you're going to have to share it with three other people. Yeah. You know, you've got to think that through. I mean, they'll entice you and they'll say, listen, you could bring a gold medal in walking, in jaunty walking. I mean, that's the other thing. I think you have to create a uh, uh, a sport, not just walking, because that walking was just very fast and quick, but jaunty walking, like you say, Scotty, walking with it with attitude uh, you know, you're, and, and where you're. Um, you know, the judges give, you know, rate your attitude. Thing. Well, you know, actually, I'm, that's a great point. What I see it as almost a, an extension of figure skating where there's compulsories. There's the, okay, the compulsory strut. Okay, right, here it goes. Good form, upright, yeah. excellent, this, hitting all those marks. That's not exciting, but it's No, compulsory. no, but but it's it's the, the form is good. And that's where you're going to get a lot of your points. And then and then he breaks into the skip, the compulsory skipping, and yeah, he yeah. is now jaunty. And now... And now the stroll. Look at how he just glides into strolling. Yeah. And then there's some so, free, free. Uh, uh, then there's the freestyle. And when that there's could the be freestyle. also, there's avoidance. There's an avoidance walk that's, where you'll have an obstacle <laughs> coming your way. You got to do a quick swerve. Quick, and quick that's swerve. That's compulsory too, but it's the yeah. way you do it. You know, right. stagger out of the way. That's you lose points on that. So, yeah, what well, you're saying, Tommy, this is incredible. Yeah. Let's really maybe have an entire. Because, first of all, the, people feel excluded when the Olympics come around. Like, I don't, yeah. you and I weren't going. I don't know. Should, should we go for it this year? No, because we're not going to be a five thousand meter runner, but a walker. We all walk. Yeah. Be oh, I see what you mean. Like, yeah, uh, uh, to uh, more uh, inclusive to for the walker. More inclusive. Yes, absolutely. And that's the that, word of the day of our. Uh, it certainly is. Uh, so that people who really don't like to exert themselves a lot can become uh, gold medal winners. I mean, yeah. that's that's what I, I, I think you're so right, Scotty. And, and I know we started out talking about movies and now we're talking about the Olympics. And I'm, that's what I love about this. Yeah. yeah we'll start off by walking to and fro the movies. Yeah, walking to and fro yep. the movies. But uh, the, the uh, idea of, of a walking, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, competition, uh, competition, yeah. uh, where, and uh, just a competition of, of various sitting, you know, like sitting is, is, you know, it's, it's not that easy. You know, you, sometimes you can get, you can, you can kind of, I, I have trouble with it. I wind up sliding down a chair and onto the, eventually onto yeah, the floor. Yeah, or your couch and, and yeah. Yeah, sliding think, off. Yeah, uh, let's take, what you're saying is let's take common everyday things that we all do. For, for, you for can the be rest an of Olympic us. champion. Yeah, because yeah. again. Uh, Waving your arms. Yeah. What about. Like are doing those exercises like they used to do in the 1950s for at at the, the oh, resorts in the Catskill resorts, yeah. where they wave their arms just to and fro. I could do that, Scotty, yeah. and I could feel like I was, you know, representing our country. And, well, yeah, and, and, well, calisthenics. It could be a whole. Uh, yeah, deep knee bends. Actually, I'm not great with deep knee bends. Uh, I don't love deep knee bends. With your do, hands do, out, yeah. Do people still do that? Those are sort uh, of. The, 
callous and touch your toes. Well, the touching your toes, I, I hate, always hated. Oh. I always cheated. I, I, I never could. Uh, that that and it always got made me nervous. Like touch us, and I would kind of bend over. That, yeah, I, I would bend my knees because I would always fear touching your nose, uh, touching your toes. You would wind up locking your knees, and you'd walk, walk, have to walk around like Frankenstein all the time with yeah, your legs yeah. straight. Uh, 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 it's a very small. I really thought that. Yeah. You know, I yeah. guess I didn't trust the the gym teacher. Well, you know, that also, they, yeah, at least in these days, your back it could hurt your back. So yeah, I never liked the touching your toes. But what we're touching saying your is, toes. Once again, Tom, we're terrifying. starting a movement where yeah. we're saying, look, we love the Olympics, and the Olympics needs to change. Well, so, I. You yeah, no, you actually uh, were a naysayer. I, 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 I eschew them. Uh, but uh, maybe, because, but this could be the change that it but this makes could it be, something uh, right. more to your life. If, if, I, if I'm in the Olympics, I'll probably change my attitude completely. Oh, yeah. So, be in the opening. I want to just be well, in the opening and closing ceremonies. Uh, maybe that could be a sport. Uh, yeah, well, it could, that. Be, it could be a, scan, a sports scandal where you just are in the opening and closing uh, ceremonies and then people realize, hey, Wait, there's somebody who never actually uh, competed in anything, but he was in the open. And that would be yeah. a, uh, uh, you know, that would, uh, and then you could write your book. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why how I did I, it. How I got into the Olympics. How I did the, the uh, opening and closing ceremony yeah. and, and what it meant to you. And, and yeah, you but that's really, the best part because that's there's no the winners part. and losers there's in the no opening win- and closing ceremony. Nobody goes, well, and, uh, you know, Albania. Right. Clearly winning the opening ceremony yeah. by their fine walking and jaunty <laughs> costumes. So uh, that's next though. They're going to judge the opening. Yeah, so, judge so. the walking of, of, of the openings, you know, and, and but uh, no, I'm, I'm uh, I, I am an, a, a huge walker. Uh, I walk I, and I do. I uh, as as uh, listeners of this podcast know, loyal listeners and disloyal alike that I, I walked all the way up from 21st Street to the, to- uh, Yeah, the famed Guggenheim the, Museum the on Guggenheim 88th Museum. Street. So on 88th. Yeah, and, you, you, you do the math. I when people say yeah. that, it's sort of they're demanding. Well, I mean, it. I just, doesn't that, wouldn't that, I mean, that's a long distance walk. Yeah. See, see as much as I, you know, 1936 Olympics, the, it, it, it burnished the Nazi reputation. So I, I have a real problem with the Olympics, but all that would go away Scotty, if they would, if I would become, you know, privileged to be an Olympic well, just make uh, athlete. a little easier, more open to people. I mean, it's you know, what's an elite athlete? How about just you know, have a category for average people? Yeah, yes, there'll still be skills involved. Look, I'm a, we're better walkers than other people who walk, and, and right. so that'll come out. But at least the fact that they used sauntering to too, sauntering, I mean, jaunty, the, 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 jaunty walk, all kinds of sauntering. Walks. I think is something that. Many, many people, not everybody can be jaunty because not everybody has that sort of attitude. You have to, that's, a, that's something that you can't teach, the jaunty walk. Uh, you can coach it, you can develop it, yeah. you can train it. But fundamentally, the jauntiness, Scotty, has well, to come comes from, from within. From within. The great coaches say that. I yeah. could, and I've seen interviews with them, uh, speculatively, that they say, I can take him <laughs> the steps. I can Heck, he can do his, his avoidance stroll. He can do all that. I can get him for the compulsory. But for the freestyle, if you ain't got it inside, If you ain't got the jaunty. If you ain't a jaunt, if you're not a strutter, if you're not, because you got to hold your head up high. Yeah. I can't teach that. No. You got to feel good about things. So that's, you, that's the hard Yeah, you got you to feel, feel it from within, you know, and, and, and yeah. the, the, the judges can spot a fake jaunt. Oh, I just. Oh, yeah. 
you know, the normal person couldn't, won't, won't even be able to tell, but the, the judges are very good at, at, at they can, they, you know what it is, it's in the eyes. A lot of people hold their heads up, they stick their chest out, they, they walk with a, with a kind of a, a, a almost dance-like gait, but the eyes give them away. They're a little bit darting around like, is, every, is everybody buying this? You know, yeah, that's, no, that's you can't have that. The, the panic. Now we looked at we've looked at films from 1911 and yes. 1938, which is the most fascinating ones because they've calibrated the frames per second. Mm -hmm. So you see people walking in 1932 on the very Fifth Avenue that I spoke yeah. of at the top of the completely podcast. different place and not and so now, different did, at all. And it's, it's not different. And I and they pretty much walk like we do, although maybe where there's certain more jauntily uh, sauntering people. I, I oh, don't that's know. interesting. So walking hasn't really improved that much uh, in the many decades. And we have pr proof of it in those old movies where people basically they do the same thing. We're doing the same thing they did. It's yeah. one first the left foot and then the right foot. Yeah, the yeah. You know, it's just the same thing. Nobody's really come up with anything new. Not really. I mean, and, and if it ain't broke and I don't know why they always have to yeah. say, if it ain't broke, well, yeah. who, well, why can't you say if it isn't broke? I mean, yeah. there's no reason for. I know. What is then. the ain't? I think that, yeah, what is that? Because people put in the ain't when it's like, you know, when something is. If it ain't uh, broke, don't yeah, fix it. I guess, I guess that's supposed to mean like even stupid people know this is true because I <laughs> use the word ain't or something. It's uh, like, if it ain't broke, you know, I mean, this is just plain common sense that even people yeah. who say ain't instead of isn't. You know, both yeah, understand like, yeah, maybe it was a guy. I want to reach out to all the people for my my expression, and I yeah, maybe yeah. Well, well, we've been I raised mean, to to eschew. I mean, in yeah. the school system that that raised us up, Scotty, in in yeah. the years that we were uh, uh, taught to to think that saying uh, people who said ain't were going to wind up um, in prisons. And, and, well, and uh, there's always sort of this yeah ain't. And I don't even know how you evolved to say ain't. It's not even, it's, it's like a well, whole other word. It's not I like know. dropping a G, which people but do things like that. I will say this for ain't. It's, uh, it, it is um, a one fewer syllable. Isn't. Do you really need to have, say isn't? Why not just say ain't? And no. actually, there's nothing really wrong with ain't. It just, ha it's just has been associated kind of yeah. with a lower class. It's a class related issue the word ain't is a perfectly good no, word fine. is, is it better than aren't are we trying to get rid of the a sound in our yeah. words no it almost no. sounds more british even ain't well, I, well and it is british by yeah the way. it is so and i and i true stumner yeah. i i i could tell you right now i ain't <laughs> the one that done it yeah, yeah you're right instead of saying I am not, you know, I am not the one. Or I'm yeah, well, that's because the upper class, they, t they, they need more syllables. And how dare you contract your words, you scallywag. Yeah, you well, this is an ride. incredible point that no one's made. That, no. yes, let's reinvent, reimagine ain't, and let's yeah. not look down on those. No, uh, it, it's absolutely, Scotty, this is so funny, but it's absolutely true. These are just sounds. They're phonemes. Yeah. Ain't is, is no different morally or, or, or in any way, technically, intellectually. than art or, but it, or intellectually. Yeah. It's only in socially. I don't get yeah. no respect. The, 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 the famous line, I don't get no respect. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it was brilliant because, it, because of the social um, superiority people have for people who say- And it was say, funny as a, a line. No Rodney respect. said, I don't get any respect. Yeah, it would be a statement, and it would never be <laughs> it his. It would never thing. be funny. 
Well, right. that's the guy who says I don't get uh, I don't any, get respect. any respect. He doesn't get any respect. Yeah. Oh, okay. But 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 by putting in but making it, I don't. So that, doesn't that make all those grammar teachers seem a little idiotic? That uh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield had a, built a career on a line that was funny because it had bad grammar. Because it had so so, and who uh, determines really what uh, we've spoken? What is grammar? What's that's bad right. grammar? It's and, the upper classes. It's the people yeah. who are in charge of the of the textbooks of the of the English. You know who write the English textbooks and who who decree these things that the, the word uh, uh, from on high. And as a result, there's a whole category of people who are assumed to be lesser because they say a word, a contraction that actually makes their speaking more efficient. Exactly. And actually, that applies to spelling, too, where, and again, I, I, I think I've revealed that I, in my early days was a champion speller. Wow. Uh, I actually finished first, but I always did well, and I'm a good speller. But I do think there's a little bit of a condescending thing I see on Twitter, especially when it's uh, someone we don't agree with politically. They'll say, uh, uh, you know, you're and you're, and they don't do the, you know. Uh, right. And then people go, it's your. By like, the way, it's your. Exposing them. Right. Like, that's their true evil. Is that yeah. They use your incorrectly. Not that yes. they are white supremacists, <laughs> but that they use your. <laughs> that, uh, um, Scotty, I, I'm, I, you basically opened up a can of delicious big worms. A good nutritious yeah. ones. Nutritious yeah. fat worms, uh, which we are absolutely going to have to continue going. It's exhilarating because we really that, this, are. This is a the case, true... Tommy. We don't we don't set out to be. No. Let's do a podcast where we're going to challenge the grammar <laughs> hierarchy. No, we never said those words. No. But these are all things, and it's true. Ain't is fine. Look, well, the great thing ain't misbehaving. Well, what other? What would you say? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, not in any I'm manner. Not in misbehaving. I'm not behaving poorly. Would I shall never be? misbehave. I, yeah, I didn't go see yeah. that movie musical. No, I shall never misbehave. Yeah, it would be boring and I, just. Would be, yeah, I, can you imagine? Oh, it's, it's a musical about somebody who won't ever misbehave, and they'll always do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, and and also they speak with good grammar. Scotty, yeah. we could go on. This this truly, we have opened up something big in 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 society and culture and and in linguistics. And when, well, again, Speculative we never linguistics. Set out to, so this no. hopefully the Nobel people. I'm sure there must be a category for that. Yeah. Or, some way. So it expands our well, what, portfolio. What is the prize for, uh, for linguistics and sociology in one? Because that's, that's basically what we're doing. It's, it's yeah. sociolinguistic prize. There must be one. We deserve it. I could not be more proud, um, honestly, which is, scares me because I kind of always thought I could be really, that there was no limit to my pride, but apparently... Well, I've reached the limit of my pride. Limits. And we started again. People, how did we get? We started about a marvelous documentary. About yeah. Mr. Oh, Mr. Mr. Rugoff. But yeah. what we've done. Q&A's, Q&A's. Q&A's, but we've, and to walking and, and look, and walking. walking in the Olympics, not just athletic, but just Bring back sauntering race, and, and, and jaunty walking. Yeah. Make it, make it lots of, uh, uh, lots of walking uh, um uh, categories and categories yeah. and, uh, and finally scuttling too i mean there's yeah. also shame-filled scuttling i don't know if that's a you know i mean well, but, well that'll the, the committee you know, will look at that and but there's so many and then uh yeah so we're we're opening the doors to people uh, in the walking gallery and finally we're challenging this is just the beginning of this yeah. conversation oh god yes. challenging that what's wrong with 
ain't. Ain't. And, and, and I get no respect. I, These are. Better, I don't get no respect. Better use of the words. Far more interesting and far more descriptive in a swift and efficient manner. Yeah, I, uh, Scotty, I'm thrilled. I definitely. Um, uh, and I feel like I do get no respect. So. Scotty, I am. I, I cannot. Uh, I, my heart is is puffed up, which I hope is not a bad thing. Uh, I'll, I'll have to talk to a cardiologist about yeah. that. But uh, on that note, I, I honestly, I'm I'm just going to continue being Tom Saunders, and I will remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>